so long I forgot how to do the, this intro. Hi, Galaxy Defenders. It's Stephanie. And Sam. <laughs> and you're listening to McHugh, an American podcast for McFly. <laughs> On this podcast, we rank McFly's singles. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I know. You have to have, to have the script single by single and album by album. Do you think that they would notice? Surely they know our voices by now. <laughs> Hey, Galaxy Defenders, it's Stephanie and Sam, and you're listening to McCoo, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. Today's episode, we're focusing on The Heart Never Lies. Hey, Sam. Yeah? Welcome back. Welcome back! (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to go around the room and say one thing about us. Definitely the cicadas. I'm so glad I don't live in Ohio anymore and I didn't have to see any cicadas. But yeah, we're back for the fall and hope your summer was enjoyable as much as our summer was. And I hope your fall is going to be just as enjoyable as ours hopefully will be. As our fall will be. (laughs) Surely our fall will be fantastic. Surely, if, you know, everything goes according to plan. That tour is still happening. Welcome back to Miku. Uh, we're going to talk about The Heart Never Lies in this episode, as Sam pointed out just a few moments ago. The first. And I've got some fast facts. Oh, maybe your fast fact is the same, right? But the first and only single from the Greatest Hits album. Listen. Just in case you're wondering where The Heart Never Lies comes from, <laughs> Stephanie will now tell you. You sounded like you were going to be like, but first, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Which we don't have, by the way. I mean, hey, if you're interested. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, that would be dope. Anyway, the fast facts, The Heart Never Lies. It was released October 22nd, 2007. It was part of their Greatest Hits album. It can also be found on the original Mail on Sunday edition of Radioactive. It only reached number three in the UK singles chart. It was beat by Take That's Rule the World, who was at number two. And Leona Lewis's Bleeding Love, which was number one, as she rightly deserved. Yeah, do you fair. remember that song? I do. I made that note too. Okay, that's fair, right? That song is an anthem. And I remember, like, I would remember screaming that song, like, at the top of my lungs. I'm like, girl, you've never been in a relationship. I don't care you what you like, I'm in love with you. Especially in 2007, so, you know, it's fine. I actually did not listen to Take That's Rule the World. I've never heard of that song. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So sorry, Take That, if you secretly listen to our podcast. Never heard the song. You also Um, deserve to be behind Bleeding Love. (laughs) It's true. Bleeding Love is so good. (laughs) Actually, this isn't Miku anymore. This is Leona Luce's Bleeding Love, the one and only. Just that that song. This whole whole podcast. podcast. It's now just about bleeding love. <laughs> every- we'll dissect every stanza by stanza. <laughs> every week we'll just talk about a new line. <laughs> Besides that, um, Tom has also stated the song was about the band and then it evolved into a love song. But I would also say it evolved into a love song about the band. I would agree. T- to be quite honest, like especially in these recent years. 
because they've changed that, you know, that iconic line to another year over, but McFly's here forever or something. Another year over and we're still together. It's not always easy, but McFly's here forever. Okay, thank you. But yeah, so I think I think it's evolved even more from a love song into a band love song. Yeah. Which I think is very appropriate. I do too. I feel like it's not, it's more than just like a love song about like the band, but like a love song from the band to the fans. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that vibe, it gives me, it gives me a lot of like thinking of that vibe. It gives me a lot of um, the Backstreet Boys larger than life (laughs) vibes. (laughs) Because I honestly like, from what I remember, that song is also a love song to their fans because they made them larger than life. Right. And so every time I think about this song being a love song to your their fans, I'm like, oh, yeah, Backstreet Boys, larger than life. They did it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they did it first. <laughs> they did it first. Very good. Yeah, I get it. The last fast fact I have is their official website states this video, and I quote, has got to be there up there with the best videos McFly have ever done, end quote. I guess up to that point. And it's a very simplistic video. Right. I do. I would like to, I would like to recall that moment in a few minutes when we talk about the video, because I have some questions. But first I want to go back to how they released the single as part of their greatest hits before it was a hit. How did they know? (laughs) it bugs me so much like can you predict the future yeah they went to the future with uh you know marty mcfly and doc brown they went to the year 3000 and they were like oh cool one of our greatest hits is the heart never lies we should go back and put it on our greatest hits album yeah because i think that's exactly how it went i think it's true that even though the song never made it to number one i think i i think it would still classify as one of mcfly's greatest hits now Mm -hmm. but it's just so you know like they took a they took a risk that's what i'm saying they took a gamble (laughs) it paid off i mean like it did pay off but honestly like if you're gonna release a song the same week as leona loses bleeding love like you're gonna lose yeah you are there's just no you are gonna lose (laughs) and i did read i read on wikipedia that despite that it never made it to number one because hello bleeding love uh it actually (laughs) sold nine thousand more copies than mcfly's last number one which, if you've been listening Which, to our podcast, is Baby's Coming Back, right? So, like, it sold 9,000 more copies than Baby's Coming Back, but it only made it to number three, which means that, one, it was a slow week when Baby's Coming Back came out, <laughs> and two, Bleeding Love just sold so many copies. Bleeding Love is an anthem! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but, like, The Heart Never Lies sold more copies than their last number one. It just was up yeah. against some stiff competition there so it is one of their greatest hits yeah yeah it is i would i would also agree but mcfly must have time traveled to figure this out or they're psychic wait we talked about this which one of them was psychic based on our transylvania video i think was it tom (gasps) was it tom i think it was tom because tom was having like a crisis and he was like Something happened. Yeah, like something. I think we we decided that Tom must be psychic because he like dreamed about Harry being a vampire years before Party Girl. Yeah, because we decided the Transylvania video was all a dream. Right, it was Tom's from Tom's head. Tom's psychic dream, and uh, and no one believed him, and then Harry became a vampire, and he was like, "What did I tell you?" And uh, and so here it is. Here is further proof. If you were looking for more, 
uh, totally true McFly fact, Thomas Psychic, because they put The Heart Never Lies on their Greatest Hits album before they even released it. <laughs> so, Thomas Psychic, and I have now have two evidences. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder why, because like the Greatest Hits album came out before Radioactive, correct? Yes. Yes, because that's the order we're going in, by the way. Spoiler alert. So why did they also include it on Radioactive then? I don't know. And it's only like that one edition of Radioactive, the one that they put in the mail. Maybe just because it wasn't on an album proper up till then. So they were like, here you go. But I guess, but like, I would argue The Greatest Hits is a proper album. Yeah. We'll save that for next week. I have some thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Like for me, The Heart Never Lies always feels like it floated like in the ether somewhere, right? Like... You know, like, mm-hmm. like when we were working out the order to do our podcast and like where it would go and like, you know, what, what we were going to do, we were kind we were both sort of like, wait, what is The Heart Never Lies? Right. They were like, we were like, what <laughs> album is that? Like, where did it come from? Like, you know, like we were both kind of confused. Like we couldn't remember. It just feels like it's just ex- exists apart from the rest of the their, this, their discography. And so we had right. to like look it up and be like, oh, OK. Um, this is where it goes. And so we're going to start here now that we've finished Motion in the Ocean. Um, but it does. It just feels like sort of a part. So I wonder if they just kind of like slapped it onto Radioactive to just like ground it a little bit. It just didn't work. Maybe. Yeah. I noticed like this day and age, not in 2007, but like this day and age, a lot of um, artists rec- record. Yes, they do. They record a lot of songs. But they also release a lot of just like singles now right. just to like get music out especially like during covid like a lot of like i think katie perry released a song don't quote me what it is i forget but she like released a song and she was like it's just cool that nowadays like artists aren't tied down by like albums and they could just release whatever they want right. whenever they want right and i was like okay like i was like I that's cool i can see that awesome like whatever maybe maybe McFly were just trying to do that <laughs> they're ahead of their time yeah I mean and it is tied to an album right we looked it up and we were like oh okay it's tied to this greatest hits album but like right. they you I think you're right that they do they do do that because I also like Tom can predict the future and so <laughs> I happen to know that they have two singles called love is easy and love is on the radio uh that are not tied to albums at all right they were just like released what? in the middle of their hiatus I guess some of them are tied to Memory Lane, the other Greatest Hits album. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I think those, I, I think Love is on the Radio definitely was going to be tied to the sixth album. That just never happened. Right. Yeah. But what do you mean? It's 2007. <laughs> We're psychic, too. What's that? What's Love is Sleazy? What do you think about this song? Well... Because of what we talked about a minute ago, about how it sort of, like, has evolved... Well, it started off as a love song for the band, then it evolved mm-hmm. into a romantic whatever, but like it because we all know that it was originally conceived as the story of the band and then like became mm-hmm. kind of like a love song I think from the band to the fans. It has it means mm-hmm. a lot to me, right, as a fan, right? Like McFly's here forever, uh-huh. right? Um and like let's be honest, right? Like this song as a love story about the band is like a better love story than any relationship that I've ever had. So like you know womp womp. right like the you know like the like like the love story and i don't mean like the song right and i'm definitely not talking about the video i mean like like the band's love story is a better is like better love story than any relationship the mcfly 
actually, I was that's not true at all. I was gonna say like my relationship with McFly is like the longest relationship I've ever had, but that's not true. It's you. It's me <laughs> and then McFly. <laughs> it does mean a lot to me like it's one of my never skips i think your face disagrees <laughs> my face i was like i was like looking at my notes because i was like i like actually wrestled with this for a little bit earlier i was like it's not a song i seek out to listen to yeah right it's definitely not one where i'm like oh man i really need to hear the heart never lies right now you right. know but it's definitely one by oh yeah i don't turn it off is what it says sure. <laughs> in my notes. And I, I think I, I don't know that I rarely also seek it out, but I never, like, when it shows up on Shuffle, I never skip it. I never turn it off. And, like, it is in my heart, I think, forever, this song, um, as because of what it means to me as a fan. But And also, there's, like, there is little that I love more in this life than Danny screaming, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, you should've, I should have warned you all to turn the volume down on your iPhone. <laughs> but like there's little I love more in this life than when Danny just starts screaming in the middle of a song <laughs> please see sorry he's not good enough so there's that it brings forth a strong emotion yeah I feel a lot of nostalgia sure. about it there's a lot of nostalgia I think that's just it I literally wrote a good song brings forth a strong emotion I apparently didn't know what that you could not name was. the emotion um, it's just an, an emotion. Maybe I'm the alien. Who right. knows? It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. Does it make you feel warm and fuzzy? No. You don't, you don't get a little choked up when they're like, it's not always easy, but McFly's here forever. No, I get, I don't get choked up. I get like super psyched. Right. You're like, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're here forever, man. Right. No, I don't get choked up. Yeah. I also think like the reason I don't. <laughs> get like super sad about this song is because like I don't think it's meant to be a sad song. Oh yeah, I don't think it's sad. Like when I say choked up, I mean just like like that feeling that you had when you so just happy. like burst into tears after the McFly so concert. Happy. Yeah. Like it yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this song yeah, you like you're right. It's like emotional, which like you you know, when you're not naming the emotion, people just like assume that it's kind of like a like slow or like sort of sad emotion. But it's not that, right? It's just powerful. Um but I think yeah. it's supposed to be hopeful, right? Like I do not think this is a sad song. Yeah. I think, like, the reason I, like, because I can't not listen to the song without thinking of the video. Right. So, like, the video really, like, undercuts it for me. Me too. How do you reconcile like, that this is a hopeful song with people drowning? Right. And I'm like, ugh. I, I, they made up at the end, I guess, but now they're dead. So. Mm. Mm. <laughs> The, the, I want I want to go explicitly on the record here and say that all of my opinions about how much I love the song and like how much it means to me is about the song, right? Like yeah. you know, like the song itself I thought is really cool. Like I just noticed as I was like listening to it over and over again for this prep. Um, it's like it also it doesn't even it, it feels really short. It's like kind of I feel like it's a short. It's, it's so, so short. short. Like I was like it's yeah. over already. We're done. We made it again. Like and it's like three and a half minutes long but or it, something. It but it seems moves so so short. fast. And like I part of the reason why I think it maybe feels like it moves so fast is because you kind of spend the whole song waiting for it to start, um, and then you realize that it's kind <laughs> of over. And like what I mean by that is that I noticed that it doesn't really follow the like verse chorus verse like template. Right? Yeah. Like, there's not really a chorus here. It's just the repeated, like, 
look into my eyes because the heart never lies. So, like, I guess you could say it has a two-line yeah. chorus, but that's not the same as, like, a full-blown chorus. And so, for me, I'm always sort of, like, waiting for that chorus. And then when we get to Danny's, like, whoa! I'm like, oh, my God, the song's almost over. <laughs> um, that's the chorus. The chorus, the chorus, the chorus is chorus. Danny just going, whoa! <laughs> uh, like I said, I don't... There's almost nothing I love more in this life than that. The song itself, I find really beautiful and really hopeful and mm-hmm. I love listening to it like live or like watching it watch them play it live right like I love I love I love the song it means so much to me it like connects me to the fandom but the video is a whole nother story whole nother story oh yeah the video that like when uh, I read on the Wikipedia they're like this is their best video to date and I'm like why right <laughs> like i literally watched somebody die <laughs> Why right. is this the best video it's a day excuse me I, I guess like there might be something artistic i'm missing there might be something like unspoken in this video that i'm just like not getting where i'm like okay, like i get you have to have like you don't have to have but like you have a video for a song that's a single i know sometimes the videos don't make sense and, like, I guess, like, it makes sense if, like, you're talking about a couple. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with the sentence. I don't know. But listen, this video is so serious. I'm here for it, even though it undercuts the song, like, immediately. But you cannot expect me to be serious and not dirty-minded when these boys are dripping wet. I know! Like, they do not go together, right? Like, first of all, <laughs> we have, like, them standing in the rain. Like, looking fantastic. And I have many notes about that, so we're coming back to that, everybody. Put a little bookmark in that, right? And then on the other hand, we have people dying, like, drowning. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I cannot, like, hello? I just, I'm with you. (laughs) It's that meme from Saturday Night Live that's like, count me down as scared and horny, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, yes, that's it. That's exactly it. Like, I... I like parts of this video, but what I really like and are like the band's performance bits, right? Like, yeah, I, I, like, like if you don't understand, if there's something that you're missing, right? You're like, oh, maybe it's so artistic, right? Me too. Count me in. I don't get it, right? Like, like at first I thought that they were setting this up to say that the woman survived, but the man didn't, right? Like some people live, some people die, and then she's like sitting alone, looking sad, holding a cross. But then at the end, they're yeah. both clearly drowning in the car, and so I'm like, what's happening, like? Like, are they just, like, fighting in the beginning? And that's why she looks so sad? Like, what's up with the cross right. then? Right? So, like, I don't even 100% understand the narrative. I think what I understand about it is that they spent their entire relationship fighting and then died. And then finally forgave each other right. as they were dying. But, okay, come on. Is the kissing as they drown in the car supposed to be romantic? Right? Like, you're like, oh, then they made up. With the-. Like, is that supposed to make me feel better? Because they're no. dead. They're dead. They definitely, like, you can't kiss somebody underwater and not, like, get some in your mouth. Like, they are dead. Like, you definitely drowned. Right. They definitely drowned. Is that supposed to make me feel better that they kissed as they died? Safety tip. Life-saving facts by Stephanie. If you are in a car that is going underwater... Get that headrest, baby. Pull it out. Use the, like, metal parts of the headrest and smash that window out to escape the drowning car. I don't care if your boyfriend wants to kiss you underwater. Save yourself. Pro tip. (laughs) Uh, 
do not kiss people as you drown when you could instead get out with the headrest. Save yourself. <laughs> get, out, get out of the water. Get out of the get out of the car that's going underwater and then kiss each other when you're when you're uh, alive. Like I hate it. I the more I watch this video, <laughs> the more I started like the more I was like, "Oh my god, like ugh. you know, like I knew that there was a car wreck in this. I knew that they died." And I, I like I but I never because I'd never been in a podcast dedicated only to this video before, right? I've never really thought about it. And so like I cannot understate how much I hate watching these people drown. Right? Like from yeah. the minute that you know, like you just see like her hair blowing in the water. I'm like, oh, like I'm already like tensed up and like, and then I like relax a little bit because they look so good when they're all wet and the band. And then, and then her hand like floats towards him slowly. And I'm like, oh, again, right? Like I just, I cannot, I hate it. I hate it so much more than I expected to, right? Like what is with the drowning people? <laughs> hate this more than i do i'm just like i'm just not into it but you're over here like breathing fire what a tragic choice that they made like why this choice i mean this is i'm I'm gonna get this out of the way so that we can go back to talking about how good they all look and i cannot be grumpy about it but this is for me a miku the podcast first i like this video less now after spending time with it than I did before, right? Like, if you had asked me before I'd done my research, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I like that video. Like, you know, like, they're all wet and, you know, like, drippy and it's pretty good, right? Like, like I would have right, right. I would have said that I liked it, but now that I spent time with it, I'm like, I don't, actually. Like, I like it less now than I did before, which is usually the opposite, right? Like, Ballad of Paul K, I was like, I never liked right. this video. And then when we spent so much time with it and we talked about it, I, like, ended that episode being like, actually, this is one of the best videos that they've ever made, right? So, like, yeah. usually I go the opposite way, and the more that I spend time with it and the more that we talk about it, I end up liking it. But I like this video less now yeah. than I did when I started. Listen, I've never, I've never really been a huge fan of this video, at all and i think that's why like i i like the song and the song does it like elicit those feelings of like nostalgia and like togetherness and camaraderie but like i can't like escape the song i can't like in my brain my, every time the song comes out my brain's like people died in this video and i'm like oh shit you're <laughs> you're and, just like, thinking about these I'm drowning like, oh, people shit, you're right and then that's what i think about and like i like this song but I don't think it would make it in my top five if we were doing this album, <laughs> like, just because of the video. The vi- I don't like the video either, and but I don't hate it as much as you do. It's just not. I'm just like, eh. Like, why did you have to include drowning people? And right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not a huge fan. I am uh, just. I've like the way I feel about it is how I've always felt about it. I'm not. I'm like very neutral. I'm just like I could take this or leave this. You're actually, like, writing a very good middle, right? Because, like, I think that I'm a little... Like, I think I'm more enthusiastic about the song than you are. But I am also very much (laughs) more against the video than you are, right? So, like, you're just, like... You're just, like, I'm holding steady. Like, I'm good right here in the middle. And I'm, like, the song is so cute. It makes me so happy. The video! (laughs) I mean, I really... I'm not... I didn't know that I felt this way until I watched these people drown, like, six times Yeah, like, I I mean, if you were going to watch someone, you know, die six times in a row, like, I would probably... And I I did the same thing, too, so I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, I can see how you feel that way. Yeah, I can see how you feel that way. No, you didn't. I'm over here just like, yeah, okay. Like, I... Like, to me, this song is a good song. 
it's just probably not one of my faves. It might be one of my faves. Maybe not like of all time. Maybe it could. It would probably be my top ten. I don't know if it would be my top five, but probably from this album, it would probably be in my top. This five. album, okay. This album. Oh, I forgot about that, right? Because it's just up against all of McFly's other singles. <laughs> I don't know. Stay tuned for our next episode. I don't know the answer yet. I haven't done the research. But let's enough about dead people. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. Enough about dead people. <laughs> let's talk about McFly. <laughs> right. Enough about dead people. Let's talk about McFly. That would be on our merch if we sold merch. Sponsor us. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we start a Patreon and be like, we promise to use the money from the Patreon to make t-shirts that are like, Dougie is an alien and enough about dead people. <laughs> and I... then we should also have a t-shirt that's just Tom's eyebrows. <laughs> I would love that Oh my. And like the thing with Tom's eyebrows is you would have to place it perfectly. I like this is because I'm a woman. Perfectly over the boobs. Perfectly over (laughs) the boobies. Yes. Okay, so if you're interested in any of this stuff, let us know. We'll set up a Patreon. (laughs) But for realsies, enough about dead people. Let's talk about these men. Like, where do we even, where do we even let's begin? Start, let's start from the beginning. There in the let's rain. start from the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. Tom standing in the rain with his perfect ass eyebrows. Let's talk about that. Okay. Because he walks up yep. to the mic. But that's actually my second Okay, note. but like, we're going to start, we're starting from the beginning, so it should be your first now. That's what I'm saying. The very, very, very beginning, I want to just be like, shout out to the converse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Converse. Very 2007. Very 2007 sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You weren't sexy unless you wore Converse. It's very true. I wore Converse up until the end of college, actually. I wore Converse uh, approximately three weeks ago. I mean, like, I haven't really worn Converse because the last... (laughs) I wore Converse on my graduation day of college. And the only reason I wore those was because I broke my ankle in them. And I thought it was a nice little treat. Shout out. Shout out to uh, everybody at the hospital <laughs> that helped me with my anyway, broken ankle. if you... <laughs> but yeah, I haven't... I, I feel like I haven't worn Converse. And those, like, Converse that I wore were, like, completely wore out because I probably had those since high school. Yeah, for sure. Mine are destroyed. Um, but I do love a good Chuck Taylor. And I just wanted to acknowledge that if we're starting at the beginning. Yeah. But now I'm ready. Yeah. Please tell me all about your feelings for Tom's eyebrows. I, yeah. I just don't wear those because I'm old and, like, support in my feet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guys, I'm actually 75, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Tom's eyebrows. So, Converse, we pan, we pan to Tom with his nice little haircut. And his little eyebrows coming up to the mic and just, some people live. And you're like, I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, some people die. I'm like, you right. You right. And like, I just like. Me too. I, like, those eyebrows could say anything to me. And I'd be like, you're right. You're totally correct. Right. Like, this. Like, I'll, die. I'll die for you, Tom. He's like. <laughs> he's like. He's like, the, the grass is orange. I'm like, totally. <laughs> yeah, or just held up and your eyebrows. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, he, he's cupping the microphone with his hand. He's got, like, water dripping off of his nose. Oh. Oh. Be still my heart. It's the rain, right? Like, they all look so good in this. It's the it's, rain, right? There's got to be Actually, like, literally, um, like, 
it's the rain. Also, they like all really look good in this video. I must say, they all and like really he has so a little tie. Good. Do you remember the ties that used like that were so cool when they were short? Yeah, that's what he's wearing, yeah. and like he looks right. really good. But catch me dead if someone wore that tie now. <laughs> <laughs> I love his yellow tie, and that made like like. Remember, also, he had, like, a teal tie in Sorry's Not Good okay, Enough, we're not right? And I was also, enough. like, what a... We're talking about Sorry's what? Not Good Enough right now, though. Yeah, but uh, he had a tie then. I'm just saying Tom's tie game oh. is on he point. Has, he has, he's always right? had a tie game, though. He's always had a tie game, and I think that we've acknowledged it peripheral on the periphery, and it is time now to bring it to the forefront and say Tom has a great tie game. To be fair to Tom's tie game, though, I think it took him a little while to figure it out. And I think that's why it was on the periphery, right? Uh, Because I'm just, like, flashing back to that interview where he looked like Boris Johnson. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's true. Okay, so let's rephrase. It's 2007. Baby has figured out his ties, and he is looking fine. Yeah. He's he's doing it. Nah. They finally they finally it. put some money in a stylist. Who knows? Right. <laughs> Be still my my beating heart. And then while we're talking about stylists, Harry's hair is gone. Yep. It's gone. This is the first time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is actually. Uh, yeah. He got my note. I actually didn't know this. Like I didn't know how close together these two things were, right? But you might recall the last time that we saw Harry in Baby's Coming Back. I, like, I had a lot of things to say about his hair that were not possible. Yeah, it was very, it was very sad for me. It was very embarrassing for me. But nonetheless, Harry got my note and the terrible hair and baby's coming back is gone. And I just want to say that I don't think it's a coincidence that his worst hair ever is now followed by his shaved head. And I got to say that he's looking good. He's looking great. I um I support Harry in any hairstyle he has, so he'll always get a ten out of ten. I thought me. I did. I thought I did until I saw the baby's coming back here. But I'm back now on the Harry train. Get off the f- train. <laughs> it's too late. I'm already there. This is this he is a hundred and ten percent support of Harold Mark Christopher Judd. Okay, and if you can't support him and baby baby's coming back, you can't have him in the heart never lies. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's so funny. Well, anyway, whatever. It's fine because I'm going to be more than happy with Tom. <laughs> no, Harry looks great. He's got his little choker back on. Been a while. He has also an armband, a white armband. You know, when that was the style. Just oh, like yeah. an armband on your arm. It's like wear it up. Like, like on your upper arm. Yeah, and like you didn't sweat there, but people wore a sweatband right there for some reason. I do remember that. Because it's cool. Harry Judd is cool. He's very cool. He's like, I've shaved my head, and now I'm cool. <laughs> and then we, like, we pan to Daniel. <laughs> Wish this was video. <laughs> I have to fan myself off. You keep talking. We pan to Danny. I don't know what he's wearing. I couldn't stop staring at his hair. Glad. He's always wearing plaid in 2007. I know, but in my head, he's wearing, like, layers. And I'm like, why are you wearing layers, bro? But that could just be, like, my bad memory. Even though I just watched this video. (laughs) In my head, he's wearing layers. And his hair, like, I know you love the curls, but I don't think I like them wet. I do not think I like them wet. He looks kind of like a drowned rat. You know, as a one drowned rat to another, I don't mind it. (laughs) 
I also look very drawn to ready when I am when my hair is wet. But I mean, Danny and his, Danny like holding the microphone, like screaming in the rain, feels so iconic to me. Like I just like when I like when you think about the heart never lies. Like if you're like listening to it live, or like you know if you're like w- watching a video where they play it live, or you're like listening to it yeah. on like Spotify, you're like thinking about the drowning people. <laughs> and like so when I, I listen to the heart never lies, I'm thinking about Danny and his like wet curls, like screaming into the mic. <laughs> right, like it just feels so iconic to me. I just I love him. I love him. I do really like his bit where he sings well. Like you can't you can't help but sing along even if you're not singing along the rest of the song when he goes that whoa whoa you're like whoa whoa like you sing along too yeah. you've just been sitting there totally silent for two and a half minutes and then you're just like whoa that's what I, listen that's what I that's what I do with this song that's what I do I just like will be like oh I'm such a good song whoa whoa <laughs> uh, it's beautiful he's beautiful and. I don't think it's the most beautiful he's ever been or no. will ever be with his curls, but I love them. I love them all wet and plastered to his head. He just looks so good. It's the water. There's something in the water. Yeah, I'm not saying he's terrible looking. I just like don't prefer him in the rain. As opposed to Dougie Pointer, who looks with good. his backwards hat. His backwards beanie hat? How could anyone compete? <laughs> I know. I saw it. I wrote a note. I was like, Steph's going to love Doug's backwards cap. Right? Like, obviously, you're like, oh, yeah, Danny doesn't look terrible. But, like, I just, like, honestly, what was he even wearing? Because Doug, he was there and his hat was on It's not even just, like, a backwards cap. I'm pretty sure it's, like, a backwards beanie. Because, like, there was a time in the human race for some reason. (laughs) When beanies had bills. Where beanies had bills. I'm pretty sure he was wearing that. And I'm like, son. But also, like, okay. Because it's like, it's the best both of my worlds, I guess. (laughs) Somebody made this article of clothing and they're like, Stephanie Marlowe would love this. (laughs) Like this Frankenstein hat. Is made for you, Stephanie Marlowe. And they were right. <laughs> you love beanies? Love it when baseball caps are on backwards? Never choose again. <laughs> but like this is also like he has his like little beanie hat backwards, right? And um his hair's blonde and long mm-hmm. and like flips under the hat, which like was always like a a heartthrob thing for little Stephanie, right? And then he also has like they're not puka shells, but they look like puka shells. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's like I that noticed. white square stuff put together, right? Yeah. Like he wore all the time in 2007. Look, and I still love that look. Listen, on Dougie Pointer, I would love any look, to be quite honest. That's true. It's historically been very true. It's very, it's very true. But like, he like, he's just, he's loving the rain. His arms are stretched out wide. And his mouth's open wide as well, singing ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's true. But he, he looks That's so what good. he was doing the whole time, actually. Yeah, he was like, ah, not even. He wasn't even paying attention. That <laughs> sounds like. He's still thing. an alien, mind you. He's still, you know, it's he's true. relatively new to the planet. It's he's like, true. what is this, like, falling from the sky? Ah, <laughs> you know, it might have been the first time it ever has, has ever rained for him. That's true. That's very true. But I think he looked really cute. He looks super cute in this video. You barely saw him, but when I did see him, I was like, oh, what are dead people? And then they right. mentioned the dead people again. I was like, oh, that's right. what they are. But imagine how uncomfortable that these boys must have been filming this. <laughs> right? Like, 
like they're and I mean uncomfortable like physically and their bodies because they were probably wet for like hours and hours in their clothes, not like uncomfortable like dead people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like not like oh I'm uncomfortable like it being you know this way. But but they're just like standing under these like water hoses probably right like whatever's making it rain right just like totally soaked to the bone right like in their clothes. Um, like, which is, like, that good for their equipment and their instruments? It's probably not on. It's probably old equipment or something. They would definitely be electrocuted if they were actually playing right. their song. If playing their right. Like, this isn't just, like, oh, it's raining. Let me, like, run out to my car real quick. I didn't bring an umbrella, right? Like, this is, like, my shirt is soaked. Mm-hmm. My underwear is soaked, yeah. right? This is, like, jump in a lake level wet with all of your clothes on. And that's really uncomfortable to just, like, be in wet clothes that long. Yeah. Right? Poor guys. But also, we appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. We love the things that you do for us. Turn me down as scared and horny. Scared and horny. Uh, Do you have anything else about this song? This music video? Anything about the heart never lies? Does the heart really never lie? Yeah. So McFly lied. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I think I got confused. What was the question? My question was, is it true that the heart never lies? Yes. Are you sure that the heart doesn't, like, sometimes lie? I don't think the heart lies. I think the heart, to me, the heart says or feels the way that it does, right? Like, you could say, like, I believe that my, I believe that the sky is purple. Right. And that's just what you feel and what you believe. Is it true? No. But that doesn't mean you lied because you full heartedly believe that it's purple. Okay. I think the heart does that. <laughs> the heart does that, but it doesn't lie. <laughs> I think they're living. I think the heart lives in its own truth. The heart is wrong, but it doesn't lie. It lives in its own truth. <laughs> the heart never lies. And then the back of the t shirt says, the heart lives in its own truth. <laughs> Also, like, I do have one note about the video. It's just, like, a side note. It's just, like, a personal thing for me. It's been a long pandemic. It's been a long quarantine. I, too, would like to kiss in the rain. (laughs) Right? I get it. I get it. I don't want to kiss while I'm drowning, though. So, But you could kiss in the rain. I could kiss in the rain. Put me down as sad and (laughs) horny. mad and horny speaking of horny <laughs> why are do we you have, <laughs> oh, do you have i was like why are we talking about being horny <laughs> what do i have do to say transition have, now <laughs> i'm queen of the transitions y'all do you have a thirsty award hell no there's dead people here <laughs> i know i know i mean if i had a pink people it'd probably be the dead people because obviously, was- obviously, if you're going to fight someone until you freaking die, you must be really thirsty for them. I like, I thought about that. I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, these people are dead. And like, all they did while they're alive is fight. That's literally why they crash. And so I'm like, I don't know. Like, they, I don't know if they're thirsty. They seem pretty miserable. But like, then again, the last thing that they did before they die is kiss. So... <laughs> You know, like, it's like, I could hold my breath for 25 more seconds, or I could kiss you, right? And, like, I don't know, maybe they're, like, one last hard-on before you have to go, bro? I'm not trying to have sex while I'm drowning, I'll 
will not kiss. I didn't and I say will sex. Not have sex. You said one last hard on. What are you else am I saying? Right, but you can get a hard on and not have sex. <laughs> you don't have time to have sex. You're drowning. But you do have time to kiss someone until you get a boner. I don't. You I die. honestly. Do you though? Actually, I've never. I don't know. I've I never had a boner. So. <laughs> right. Hey, any of our male fans that listen to this podcast, let us know. Do you have enough time to get a boner and make out with someone before you drown? Let us know, please. Right. Thank you. And does that make you the winner of the Thirsty Award? If 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 so, I honestly like. I honestly like. I honestly. I'm having a stroke. I honestly <laughs> <laughs> would. I would give it to the dead people. <laughs> Right. I would give it to the dead I mean, people if we have to give a thirsty award because there's literally like I this video is just too fast. Like it does go so it goes fast. so quickly. But yeah, I like if we have like we have to give a thirsty award. We do. We do almost every episode. Right. We've only excused it in certain circumstances. I mean, I think it would have to be the dead people because like if the last thing that you want to do before you die is kiss, I feel like that makes you pretty thirsty. But the only other thing that I could think about, because these people are dead now. So the only other person that I could think about is like Tom in the beginning. And this is going to sound like me thirsting for Tom, which is not a lie. It's true. But what I'm actually saying when he, you know, when he's like cupping the microphone, like we were talking about earlier, I'm like, I don't know, like he's really into these lyrics. Right. And, um, and like thinking about it as a band song. Yeah. Right. I'm like, is Tom, is this like Tom being really thirsty for McFly? Right. Cause like at the end, after the dead people drown, after the drowning people are dead. Well, all of those things were true. <laughs> but after the drowning people are dead, uh, right, like, the camera goes back to Tom, and he just sort of, like, sighs, like, he's, like, so satisfied, you know, like, he's just, like, <sighs> right, so he's, like, defo feeling something. So, like, you could make an argument, if you don't want to give a thirsty word to dead people, that Tom is, like, so into the song that he's, like, a little bit thirsty for McFly. I honestly have no qualms about giving the thirsty word to dead people, considering we gave the thirsty word to a pair of arms before. That's true. <laughs> There are truly no limits. There are truly no limits to the Thirst and McFly videos. I mean, it's got to go to somebody in the band or the dead people. I vote dead people. I'm fine with that. I accept it. I did just think about Dougie being like with his mouth open like, ah, 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 ah. And I was like, maybe Dougie should get it because he's so thirsty. But but that's just a joke, really. All right. So dead people. (laughs) I guess it's dead people. Congratulations, dead people. You won the Thirsty Award. But you also ruined the whole music video, so. You ruined the whole music video, but at least you won this award. The highest honor of the Miku. The highest Miku honor of all after being Tom's eyebrows. <laughs> it's true. I think it goes Tom's eyebrows, the Thirsty Award, and that's it. Those are the only two honors we have in this podcast. Right. The rest of it is shameless. There's no honor here. But do you have any last thoughts? confusions questions concerns don't let this video ruin this song for you stephanie don't be like me that's my word of advice to you what are those commercials oh it's like those like don't smoke commercials right where they like show the people with like holes in their throats like don't be like me stop (laughs) smoking right don't be like me don't let this video ruin your perception of the song (laughs) right Please don't let the dead people ruin McFly. <laughs> it's the Heart Never Lies campaign. <laughs> right. 
But like always, if you agree, disagree, or just want to make two new friends, please follow and talk to us on our social medias at Make Who the Podcast. If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can follow me on Twitter at Steph to Do. That's Steph underscore T O D O. And my Twitter handle is Sam underscore Edmonds 122. Also, don't forget to rate and comment our podcast on your favorite podcast site. It may not seem like a lot, but it helps the podcast out so much. And since you're there already, give Make Who a follow so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And we're kind of serious about that Patreon slash shirts idea. So if you are interested (laughs) in that, please let us know. (laughs) And we'll see you next time with the greatest hits and bits. Thanks for listening. Bye.